Do you struggle with putting everyone before you? Maybe you're always a caretaker, a mom, the person that's always thinking about everyone else, yet you're struggling because you put yourself last. Girl, I get it on all of the levels, but you weren't supposed to just figure it all out. You weren't supposed to people please and make sure that everyone around you is taken care of while you sit in this despair and the destruction of what disordered eating has caused for you in your life. So today I wanna to talk with you about what is self-care really? And I'm gonna share with you some tangible takeaways that you can take away into your week. Let's go. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it so you can start living your best life as your best self. Susan Berry says, with every act of self-care, your authentic self gets stronger and the critical fearful mind gets weaker. Every act of self-care is a powerful declaration. I am on my side. I am on my side. Each and every day, I am more and more on my side. Today, sis, I'm going to leave you with a homework assignment, but before we even get to that, are you on your own side? Do you know what self-care really is for you? I'm going to challenge you to look in with inside your heart today because I truly feel like we spend so much time struggling internally because we are putting everyone before ourselves. If you're always a caretaker, a mom, you're always supposed to just do all the things and get the leftovers, then this one's for you. You can be a caretaker, a mom. You can be a fabulous mom. But that doesn't mean that you have to let go of who you are, especially when you're struggling with disordered eating. Self-care is a meaningful gift of self-love. And today I want you to think about truly when was the last time you gave yourself a meaningful gift of self-love? When's the last time you did something for you? Self-care is defined as establishing behaviors to ensure well-being, promoting your health, and managing illness prevention. When we think of self-care, we truly think of exercise and water consumption and eating balanced foods and spa days and yes, pedicures and more me time. And certainly tangible things are great. In fact, I literally just went into the salon this morning to go get a pedicure. I was going to enjoy some me time. And while I sit and I do my pedicures, I really spend some time journaling. I bring my journal with me. I think about what I can practice and share with you guys on the show. I think about times and moments with God. I think about all the things. It's like my creative debrief time, just to sit and be and enjoy. And while that is perfectly great, today was fun for me. It was interesting. I got to the salon no one was there. It was like they weren't even open, which is all good. And I found myself getting worked up 
Like, this is my me time. This is my time for me. I'm supposed to be here doing this. This is my me time. And I sat in my car and I reflected, you know what? My me time doesn't have to be measured by a pedicure. My me time doesn't have to be measured by doing and doing and doing more things. It can be measured by simply being, by simply practicing an act of five to 10 minutes and this powerful declaration that I'm on my side and I love myself and it's a meaningful gift of self-love. And for sure, it can be a pedicure. It's fine. That is much needed. Okay. I'm sure you feel me, sister. But tangibles aren't only the things that we can focus on. When you're struggling with an eating disorder, self-care isn't just a nice to have. It's not just let's check the box of wellness, right? Those are some of the very things that have gotten us here. It's actually vital for recovery. Self-care is so far from selfish. And during my recovery process, I always felt like I wasn't allowed to give myself that. I had to still be concerned about everyone around me. I was struggling with putting everyone before me. I was even in a relationship trying to make sure that I didn't hurt the person that I was in the relationship with because I was more concerned about them than what I needed at that time for my own recovery journey, which I knew I needed to be alone so that I could find out who Lindsay was again. But I was so scared to hurt someone else that I was willing to sit in more pain. And maybe that's you. But if you're always a caretaker and you're always doing all these things and you can't find time to get better and you can't put your recovery first because of your life and everyone in your life, I want you to challenge yourself today to think of that from the reverse. What if self-care isn't selfish at all? What if selfishness is sitting and these disordered patterns and behaviors that are keeping you here. I mean, are you really giving your full self, your true self, your heart, your kind self to those in your life right now? And I'm not trying to call you out, but I am calling you out. Because if you were like me, you're mad, you're angry, you're hungry, you're all these things, you're tired of the control, you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed. And while you may feel like you're putting everyone ahead of yourself, by trying to take care of everyone or just having to do it all, I want you to lean into that. What if investing in you, what if putting your recovery first is the most single meaningful gift of love that you can give to everyone else in your life? Did you know that the best self concepts I leverage and coach on with my private clients and that I even share in our podcast are derived from total self-care? There are four quadrants. The key elements of self-care are body, emotions, spirit, and thoughts. And yes, it's so important that we nourish and put ourselves first. And this looks like that physical self-care for you. This looks like those physical, tangible things that are good for your body. Like sometimes you need that pedicure because your toes are funky. And sometimes you need that hot, warm bubble bath because your day has been stressful. But sister, for you, it might be an extra snack, an actual meal to stop looking at the label on the box of food in the pantry or at the grocery store. It might be to wash your hair or to get some extra hours of sleep. Maybe you need more water. Maybe you need to stop exercising so much. Maybe you need to appreciate your body for what it's done for you here. Maybe it is a walk so that you can sit on a quiet bench and really reflect 
Maybe it's doing a hobby for 20 minutes or actually being present with your kids or the person in your life that you're taking care of. Maybe you just need a hug. Sis, maybe you just need a hug. A hug, a high five. Maybe you need to make a fear food or food that you can actually know is going to be nourishing your body and it has nothing to do with restricting your body or manipulating the outcome. Maybe you need to grant self-permission to eat versus restrict or maybe you need to get rid of clothes or more tangibles. Maybe like me, sometimes you just need a really good cup of coffee with all the creamer. Says, I don't know what it looks like for you, but self-care is truly not selfish. And if you have been stuck in this place of struggling because you have all these things going on in your life and you're putting your health and your recovery second, I want to challenge you. How is that benefiting everyone else in your life? Because if you're hanging on by a thread, they're probably feeling it. It's time to surrender to that because true self-care is the surrender of what we may want right now for what is best for you down the road. So I talked a little bit about physical examples and tangibles around the body, which is one of those four core elements of self-care. And another one is emotions. So when we think about our emotions, we think about what our heart wants, our calling of our heart. Our heart doesn't want to be disordered and chained to food controlling our life. Maybe that means we need to listen to some good music or connect with other people that feed our heart, that bring life into our heart. Maybe you need to set some healthy boundaries. Maybe it's like, look, I need to put myself first. You know, I mentioned the relationship that I was in. I mean, I was so in love with this guy and I knew in order to get better, I was gonna have to let that relationship go. And it wasn't because I didn't love him, but it was because I needed to love me more. I needed to focus the only energy I had into my recovery. And if he was there after, great. But if he wasn't, then I had to be okay with that. And for me, that healthy boundary within was seriously having that conversation and going, look, I care for you and I love you and you've been here for me and you have been beside me and I'm hurting you because I don't even love myself enough to be able to love you. And so our relationship is struggling because I'm trying to control my body and my food intake, much less have the energy to even pour in to another human being. And that goes for romantic relationship, you know, marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, partner. And that also goes for your kids and your parents. All of those people around you are struggling. If you are, maybe you need to do absolutely nothing, sister. Maybe you just need some peace. What does that look like? Is that taking a walk to the park, going to the beach when no one else is there and just listening to the waves? Maybe you just need to write a goodbye letter to your eating disorder. The third self-concept of our best self strategy in terms of recovery is the spirit and the soul. And that takes some work. This is one of the ones that clients come to me and they're like, you know what? Like, I know in my heart that it's more than just eating the food because it's not that at all for me. It's more around who am I without this disorder and breaking the chains from that identity and that control over my life. But what does that look like in your spirit? Because I don't truly believe that I could have done recovery and gotten to the other side if it wasn't something greater than myself that got me out of this. It had to be greater than me on my darkest days. When I was sad and depressed and alone and I wanted to do nothing, I had to pull myself out of that place. And that was that gut check, that spirit check. For me, it was my Holy Spirit. What is that for you? 
Can you get back to your roots and connect with that place? Reminding yourself of why you want this and why healing is so important to you and why you don't want to be stuck here so that you can truly give to those people in your life and stop feeling depleted. Sister, you're depleted because your body's not even functioning at the level that it needs to. Of course you're tired. Of course you're hangry. Of course it feels mundane and hard and depressing. Maybe this self-care for the spirit looks like breathing in fresh air and just closing your eyes for five minutes and realizing that you have air in your lungs. Girl, you have air in your lungs. It's another day to show up in this world. We're not just here to live life mediocre. We're not just here. If you are listening to my podcast, I truly believe that you are here for something so much more than your mind can even believe right now because you're so stuck and focused on these things that don't matter. Your body is a vessel here. It is a gift that you have. Instead of punishing it, instead of being at war with yourself in it, can you practice some self-care today with this declaration that you're on your own side more than you've ever been? Maybe you need to listen to your gut. Try something new. Just be. Just sit. Do some yoga. What does that look like? We get set in these rigid ways and these routines that we are giving ourselves permission to do some things and not other things. And recovery is permission. Recovery is permission to do any and all of the things that are going to give your authentic self strength without judgment. And then the last element I talk about thoughts and your mindset Do you need to practice some mindfulness today? If so, go back to some prior episodes. I have so many different exercises that you can leverage in your life to really get mindful and intuitive about where your mind is. Because where your thoughts are, your life will follow. Maybe that looks like a journal prompt, just writing how you're feeling. Maybe it's challenging those thoughts and telling her to sit down and shut up as you go and grab your lunch. Maybe it is speaking kindly over your heart. I am enough and I am capable and I am able and I am worthy of love and it's okay to be here and I can do the hard things. I'm in charge of my own life. I'm a good person and I'm here for a purpose and today is my day to get myself out of this. I'm on my side today. True self-care is the surrender of what you want right now and this image and this false identity for what you know is best for your future self. There's no magic amount of minutes for self-care. It's your life, it's your timetable, it's without judgment, without fear, without restriction, and yes, without guilt. Self-care doesn't look like going and ordering lunch and then feeling bad about yourself afterwards. We have to drop the shame and the guilt. It's going all in on you, it's investing in you. What does that look like? What does it look like to be unapologetically putting you first? And what would it look like if you did that? How would your current life, your current situation change for the better? What about everyone around you? So often that we believe that we let other people around us down because our eating disorder affects everyone around you. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I've got this under control and this is only affecting me, and I can control this, and I can figure this out, you're wrong. You're wrong. Everyone in your life that is a part of your life 
is struggling because of the struggle. And that's not to create shame. It's to pull you out of that place. So often we believe that we have to get it all together and figure it all out and be the best parent and be the best kid and be the best friend. And it's not possible to be perfect. We weren't meant to be perfect. But can you embrace this journey of imperfection? Like, will you go down that path? Because in doing that, it's not selfish. It's creating the most selfless act for everyone in your life. I've come to believe that caring for myself is not self-indulgent, but caring for myself is an act of survival. Audre Lorde says this, and I couldn't agree more. We've got to stop. Like we're taking care of everyone else and we're dying inside, but that we're, this is supposed to be our life. It's just not simply the case. It's not truth. What does that self-care look like for you today? True self-care. And maybe it is the bubble bath. And maybe it is the spa day. And maybe it is a walk in the park. But what if self-care is simply surrendering right now to let control go from the disordered behaviors that have hold of your life? What if it is doing whatever you can right now for right now? What if it is, I'm going to do this for me and everyone else around me is going to get stronger? What if it's investing in a recovery coach, whether that's me or someone else? What if it is doing treatment? What if it is getting yourself into a place of awareness and acceptance that this is a problem? What if it is journaling down a promise to yourself that you are going to give up this control over your life? And what action can you take today to do that? Girl, self-care is a meaningful gift of self-love. Can you give yourself that today? Can you give yourself that meaningful gift? Because as you do, your authentic self is going to get stronger and your critical eating disorder brain is going to get weaker. And isn't that what we want in the first place? I encourage you today, show up for you. Do something for you. Spend five minutes with you. And so that's your homework today. I want you to get clear, get clear Um, What does self-care mean to you right now? What does it mean? It can be your body, your physical state. It can be three meals and two snacks and sleep and water and fresh air. It can be those things. Or it can be your emotions. What does your heart need? What does your spirit need? Your essence, your being. Is it just being? Is it going all in on you? What does your mind need, your thoughts? How can you show up and get present with those today? I want to hear what your takeaway is from today's show. Pop on over to our private Facebook community. Right now, we're Hope and Healing for Eating Disorder Recovery. Find the link in the show notes. Girl, if it's investing so that you can show up as your best self, so that you can love a little tighter on everyone else that you love, come on over to lindsaynickel.com, and I want you to fill out a client application. I'll get back to you shortly. I can't wait to hear what self-care means to you. Stop struggling, stop just surviving, and start surrendering to your very best self. I believe in you, I have faith in you, and I can't wait to get you to that place too. Until next time, bye for now. Oh friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. 
and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.